Welcome to Dream Laser. Seriously hard sci-fi. I'm Rosemary. I am Tonks. Here we are, back yeah. again. We have a special guest today. Yes. Uh, Aaron from Nerds. Have you ever considered <laughs> your own erect penis seriously hard? <laughs> I, I think about really, that. That was a really hard. All the time. My own erect really penis. Hard <laughs> sentence. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Aaron's here, and uh, I'm very excited about today because he wrote two stories. Uh, yeah. I've Kind of. I got, uh, I second-guessed myself, so I second-storied <laughs> myself as well. Honestly, don't feel bad. We've done that. Yeah. Like, yes. Ro- Rosemary's legit written full stories, and then, like, and an then hour the, the day of the podcast, I'm like, nope, and I gotta write something <laughs> brand new. Yeah, you're like, I'm trash. This is trash. Fuck this. Fuck me. I hate my life. I'm, yep. actually, I'm actually kind of nerd, like, like. I'm not nervous, but I'm actually curious to see what that other story was that you didn't release. <laughs> well, but there's a few of them. There's a few times that I have, I just have like a, like a file in my Dream Laser folder saved where it's just like partials of stories that I've written like a page or two of and then decided not to use yet. So this is actually one of them. Really? Yeah. Okay. So. I've had a couple stories yeah. I've gotten like halfway through. I'm like, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I was stuck at the ending of my first story. I was like, I'm trying to figure out how to make this funny. And instead I was like, don't make it funny. Just finish it. That's, finish that's, the, that's the thing I'll, I'll tell everyone, like, get the ending done mm-hmm. and the rest of the story will come to you. Yeah. Yes. I was yeah. actually listening. So serious writing talk. I like this podcast called Start With This. And their whole new episode was about outlining. And it's like, if you at least start with your ending in mind, it's definitely helpful. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah just have a destination and you can figure out the, the way to get there. Because, you know, guys, you should listen to us because we write about dicks and tits. <laughs> and many different types of tits. And Mandalorian porn. <laughs> Remember Boba Fett? No, um, I uh, I really think that I'm really good at writing sci-fi, but it's it's not... I was thinking about it the other day, like... Sci-fi and fantasy are exactly the same. It's, the same it's relative. You just you just make me and Tim were talking about this the other day. Like sci-fi is fantasy, but you just make make it dark matter. If you yeah. don't know what instead of magic, it's dark matter because nobody knows what that is. Exactly. Like, like make it out of like you know materials that have yet unknown to humans. <laughs> what I find fun about sci-fi is that if you need to make up a race or a name, you just fucking type whatever you want, and it yeah. makes sense. Like. Fantasy, you have... And you have, put a lot of apostrophes in the name. Yeah, yeah. You have, like, a lot of structure around fantasy. You know, there's these established races. You can make your own race, but, like, <laughs> yeah. to me, it, sci-fi, God. space is infinite. It can yeah. be anything. <laughs> and it could be a planet that is technically fantasy, but it is sci-fi. Yeah, that's, that's exactly. the beauty of it. Yeah, yeah. That's the beauty exactly. of it. Exactly. If it if it's, has space things, it's sci-fi. Like, that's it, period. I'm into hard sci-fi. Fantasy is bullshit. It is bullshit. <laughs> so many times... Martin Starr. I just wrote space blank like yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like oh yeah it's it's a fucking it's an elf well it's a space elf <laughs> like exactly. legit me and it da- so everyone's gonna judge me really hard for this but like so i have my I writing do. group today me and danielle were talking about like because she, she had this idea for like a star wars universe story and i was like that's a sick idea like you should just make it an original story and she yeah. was like okay but what do i do about the lightsabers because i want <laughs> them to have sword fights but obviously they can't have lightsabers and i was like i legitimately did the exact same thing like, I was like, I want them to have sword fights, but they can't have lightsabers. So I just, like, brainstormed a way for them to have, like, science energy-charged weapons. Like, Battery-powered yeah. energy like, weapons. Like, Tony and I, like, brainstormed it, and then I was like, yeah, totally, this yeah, is not a lightsaber, she, guys. She came to my room one day, she's like, question, how, 
how would you power an electrically charged sword? I'm like, but not Harry? magic. But I was like, but not magic. But not magic. Science. <laughs> and then I came up with this. I actually came up with more ideas than what you came up with. But like, I mean, it actually you're turned out. It turned out to be a really cool <laughs> weapon system. I think I'm proud of it. But like, yeah, like it was like based on lightsabers. I mean, at this like, point, like I was re- I was watching another nod to Red Letter Media. It's like I was watching. It, he's like, yeah, there's no more original stories. No. No. Definitely not. Yeah, nothing's original. Nothing's new anymore. Everything's just like rehashes of something else. And the thing is, you could make a Star Wars-inspired story, change it to Laser Sword, which is the original name for lightsaber, yeah. Yeah. and be like, LOL, ta-ta, look at Twilight. <laughs> ta-ta, wrote, not... No, um, look at Fifty Shades of Grey, which was Twilight yeah. fan fiction that then spun off. You can make your own shit. Yeah, no, like, exactly. Like, my, my novel that I finished a while ago that I'm like working on trying to like get someone to actually like now um Tony can tell you like it's got Star Wars yeah. all over I it. mean it's sci-fi you're gonna have comparisons well and sci-fi yeah. I mean Star Wars was just the hero's journey yeah like mm-hmm. written into one movie that then became you know a million things but it was yeah. the very clear farm boy turns hero yeah and the thing is but it, like if we would have seen the actual story that he had like directed mm-hmm. and not edited to shit yeah it would have been terrible it would have been it not the story the yeah, it would have been worse than the prequels. Yeah. Can you guys imagine if we lived in a world where Star Wars like wasn't a thing? That would be so sad. We, it's one of those like those those memes where you see like a, a perfect dystopian future. Yeah. <laughs> if we didn't have Star Wars, it's like, yeah, it's like you mean a perfect utopian future. Did I said everyone gets know. along and no one has anything to fight about on the uh, internet. Perfect yeah. dystopia is like a oxymoron, right? Yeah. Like, but it, it it's like Terminator exist. future. Yeah. yeah. All right, so who wants to go first today? I, okay, here's what I think. Because okay. I think you should start because you have two stories to read. Well, do I want to read them both at the same time? I feel like we should like go like... Yeah, like, so why don't you read one? I think, yeah, I think, I think you, you should go again. and then we go around and then yeah, you and then read you your finish. second one. Exactly. So I'm going to read the first story. Is it going to be your story or That's Aaron's up to story? you. I'm, just, I'm grabbing this one. Okay. I think it's Rosemary's. So Here Rosemary, your story's first. Wait, read mine first because then it'll should I read yours first? I'll open and close just okay, because perfect. then it's okay. not back to back. Smart, my smart, story. smart, smart. I wrote two stories down. You did. This and one's and this is the shorter. first one. Okay, this is the first page. <laughs> this, is, there a, is there a name to this one? There's no name. No name to the story. And here we go. Oh, Pippi, we are so bored. <laughs> With strong arm, whispered <laughs> as he watched a group of moon ogres, nice, <laughs> through his digital field goggles. He flexes biceps in frustration, accidentally ripping both sleeves of his jean jacket as a result. It's cool. very witcher. Very cool. The ogres were currently playing beach volleyball in the classic shirts versus skins fashion, except they all had their pants off. <laughs> oh, God. Sweat was glistening off their ogre pecs, thighs, buns, and sex parts. It was very romantic. <laughs> Your guy said the, this moon was fucking uninhabited. He handed the goggles over to Pippi, his partner, or Pippi, his partner, and began doing push-ups in order to think. <laughs> With a super buff and ultra handsome space adventurer had come to this planet after hearing whispers of a legendary treasure hidden in one of its crater caves. Got a like space adventurer magazine know about that shit. Pippi looked through the goggles for a minute until Whiff picked them up and began bench pressing them. <laughs> It appears that my contact was as reliable as I thought. Pippi said while bench pressing thirty. Oh, Pippi said while being bench pressed thirty times. <laughs> he didn't mind being used as a barbell because he kind of liked it. Or because he can't wait. Sorry, it's so small the I, font. The font's really yeah. small, guys. Sorry. He didn't mind being used as a barbell because he liked that it kind of felt like he was flying. <laughs> <laughs> Pippi was a. Cr- <laughs> <laughs> you're like kid, kid, your, your dad like 
you. Yeah. Topia was a cryo goblin, a race of aliens who kind of looked like house elves from Harry Potter, except with dicks that took up two thirds of their body mass. Jesus Christ! And had been adventuring with for years. With Pippi and started doing body weight squats. <laughs> we need to come up with a plan to get past th- these dickheads and get that treasure. We won't have weed money for next week. <laughs> Whiff said while the back of his pants ripped down from or his, rip, or his pants ripped open from his buff ass buns. <laughs> Pippi sat down to think, using his dick as a cushion on that hard rocky ground. After a moment, he remembered something about moon ogres that might actually save their asses. I think I have a plan. Whiff began doing sit-ups. <laughs> this is all fucking working out. <laughs> and Pippi whispered his plan into Whiff's ear, which was really hard to do since he was doing sit-ups. <laughs> He's just like I'm just trying to pick back that. and forth like yes. whispering. Yeah. <laughs> he was quiet, so we didn't really get to hear. Right. He was quiet, so we didn't really get to hear it because that makes things more dramatic. Whiff's eyes lit up as he listened. You crazy son of a bitch. That just might work. Oh, not to not to say anything like spoilery, but I say that exact same line in my story. <laughs> shit. Well, that's like one of my favorite yeah. lines of movies. Like, you crazy <laughs> son of a bitch, you did it. <laughs> I don't have that line in my story. Cut to ogres playing volleyball. Shit is intense. Muscles are going all over the fucking place. There are 30 on 30 teams playing. Holy fuck. Whoa. One side has shirts on, the other doesn't. Neither side's wearing pants. A super buff ogre with all 12 of his nipple pierced. <laughs> And a cool-ass mohawk leaps into the air and spikes the ball so hard that it rips the defending ogre's hands right off his arm as he tries to block it. The game comes to a halt as the sound of a person clearing their throat is heard. Pippi climbs up to the top of a large boon rock and wrings his hands nervously for a moment. As the moon ogre all turn their attention to him, he closes his eyes begins to think the most of the most sacred song of his people. Bonnie Rat's classic 1991 hit, Let's Give Him Something to Talk About. Oh, <laughs> people are talking. To, oh, God, I have to sing I'll this. I'll sing it. I'll sing Go it. ahead. People are talking. <laughs> talking about people. I hear them whisper. You won't believe it. They think I can't sing all of them. The whole thing. <laughs> Whatever. So I, I know this part. Is that Good. the song? We we'll laugh just a little too loud. <laughs> stand just a little too close. <laughs> we stand just a little too high. Bruh, bruh. Maybe they're seeing something we don't darling. Okay, now it's, it's just the beginning. Thank you. The ogres all stop moving, entranced by the soft sounds of Pippi's singing. Some some begin involuntarily masturbating, and two <laughs> ogres just start outright fucking. <laughs> As they watch it do sex stuff, Whiff sneaks out from behind the rock and creeps past the group towards the cave behind them. Just as he passes the last ogre, Whiff turns, pulls out his two oversized plasma greatswords, and nice. activates his whirlwind ability, carving through ogres like a spinning tornado of blood and death. Yeah. And then the rest of the song comes on. Uh, it's it just go? the end of it's it. Just it's just this chorus good. of the Let's song. Let's give them something to talk about. How about love? And then Woo! that happens a couple times. Woo! You know what's funny? My mom used to love Bonnie Raitt. And she used to fucking play this song all the time. And so then that's where it stuck in my head. <laughs> the only time I've ever heard it was in Step Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> Does he, does he do that? As Pippi sings the last line of the song, he opens his eyes and sees the destruction laid out before him. 
Jesus fucking Christ, what the goddamn hell did you do, Whiff? Whiff looks up at Pippi, black ogre blood dripping from his perfect chin. What? I thought this was the plan. You said ogres love music, so you'd sing a song and they wouldn't notice me slip by. Pippi sighs loudly and says, Yes, so you can sneak into the cave and steal a treasure, not murder 60 ogres who are doing nothing but having a nice Saturday. Aww. With sheaths his two great swords on his back and turns to look back at the, bo- the bloody scene behind him. Well, shit. I thought the par- this. I thought the part about me whirlwinding and killing them all was implied. My bad, Pip. <laughs> Pippy sighs again just before jumping down the rock, and the two walk towards the cave hand in hand. It's okay, big guy. Thinking this isn't really your strong suit, you should have known to spell that out better. The cave itself is small, just basically one room with a raised pedestal like a rock formation in the middle. Atop that rock is a very th- thing they all come this way for. They'd come all this way for, and killed all those ogres for. The mount of Braxis Broadcloak, the shining treasure of the ages. The mount of Braxis Broadcloak was legendary. Was a legendary boogie board <laughs> that had a tie-dyed tribal dragon oh, on it. Shit. <laughs> I think I know someone who might want. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> it was very cool. Very cool. <laughs> very cool, and worth at least twenty-eight cor- Corvian shekels. <laughs> Which could buy like two dime bags of space weed. Oh shit! <laughs> Corvian shekels. Whiff and Pippi stand staring at it for a moment, letting the gravity of his existence wash over them before Whiff walks over to take hold of it. As he lifts it off the pedestal, he hears a booming voice in his head shout, Who dares touch the sacred mount of Braxis Broadcloak? The end. Ooh. Oh fuck! Is, is it, is a, it a TBC to be continued? Yeah, that's a little bit of a cliffhanger there. <laughs> I feel like Whiff is cousins with Harmony, Harmony Moonchild. Moon yeah. yeah, the yeah. character she created. Total space hippie. I yeah. told Tony this one was my homage to fantasy fiction, my favorite. I, yeah, I totally, it was definitely I like Josh it. vibes yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, I loved it. Missed that show. If it was fantasy, would that take place in Orkspire or? Uh, I'm a big uh, Dom fan. Yeah. Dom's my my man crush. I'm in love with him. Like everything he does, because he does something called Paperback Paradise now, which you've probably seen. He takes old book covers and makes new titles for them. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, I so that's, see that. th- that's a like baseball card vandals. Have you seen yeah. that? Yeah. There's a couple of them now because like some people have kind of spun off, but he got pretty famous off that. So he does that now. Uh, and it's really funny, so I'm. I'm, a big I'm fan. the opposite. Whenever I write my stories for Dream Laser, I imagine Josh's voice yeah. narrating yeah. them. I mean, I love Josh too. I just I find Dom really, really, really funny because all of his stuff. That's why I wrote in all the, the stuff about him working out because that's a very, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. big thing he yeah. would do. He's been into like wrestling. Yeah, yeah, that's great. All right, you're up. Um, you're up okay. next. Okay. Well, I have also have Aaron's story. Okay, so you have to read it. So, oh shit! I fucked up. Okay. Oh. I thought. Yeah. Okay, were, here we go. Right this is Aaron's second story. It's called... That's right. It's, it's an Aaron type of day. <laughs> it's called Pretender's Game, a totally original story with a totally original name. <laughs> nice. Oh, God. Here... <laughs> I like to start with dialogue, by the way. We start in media res on all of them. And it's... Oh, my God. <laughs> here we go. Just remember, Rosemary's going to giggle a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to laugh a lot. It's okay. Suck on my piss-filled nuts, you shitty-ass peckerhead. <laughs> God, Kevin Costner screeched while teabagging an enemy corpse in his favorite first-person shooter hollow game, Valley of Shauna 4 Cryptid Warfare. Like that sounds it. like it could be I real, like honestly. Valley of Shauna. <laughs> Kevin, no relation to Earth's most esteemed actor slash former emperor. Oh my God. I love it. A 62-year-old 
Zabraxian boy still in the midst of his race's 35-year puberty. Oh, my God. What a nightmare. Had spent the last 20 minutes dipping his virtual balls in the mouth of a corpse of a Slagothian man he'd killed. He couldn't feel the sweat the sweet caress of the corpse's beak. Oh, he could. Yeah, he couldn't feel the sweet caress of the corpse's beak on his ball flesh. But it's the thought that counts. Am I right? <laughs> what a thought. <laughs> he caught movement out of the corner of his eye and fired, watching as the body of a small girl fell onto the ground from behind a door. Lime green brain matter leaking out of the baseball sized hole in her head. I hope that's your daughter, you limp dick piece of Slagovian trash. Oh, my God. Damn. He said as he performed one final teabag on the corpse below him. That's incredible. Jesus Christ. That's very Call of Duty. <laughs> Kevin had been feeling frustrated lately, you think? <laughs> I wonder why. Harris had recently begun sprouting on his 48 nutsacks <laughs> and peppered three of his 22 nipples, which was Trill AF. <laughs> It was Trill. (laughs) (laughs) But his voice was still in the process of changing, which had led to a lot of awkwardness. Girls his age had no interest in boys like him, but he had lots of interest in them. He'd recently asked out... (laughs) What's what's his name? Bananas Foster. The (laughs) cute... cutest girl the cutest girl in his middle school and been openly rejected in front of like a hundred other students and two squirrels oh, poor, oh. my story also has a, a date rejection <laughs> oh no he cried and ran away as his peers laughed slash high 12 <laughs> one dude even started doing the, the barman which was actually Do really bar- impressive man. but also hurtful because that was kevin's because why? <laughs> that was Kevin's signature dance move. Oh no! Oh, oh my no! God, that's that's so sad. Poor After... dude. <laughs> oh my God, I just went ahead on accident. Oh fuck! Okay. She spoiled herself. <laughs> this is what happens every episode. Remember how I couldn't even say the Raylo cannon last no, week? No, no, you fucking died. Oh, God. I broke her brain. I left everyone in suspense yeah. for, like, ten minutes because I was laughing. Did you hear that one yet? Not yet. Oh, oh my God. God. Last week was epic as fuck. Yeah. All right. After he got home, he threw his rack pack, a backpack that you can strap to your space tits, <laughs> <laughs> nice. dramatically onto the ground and J-O'd 13 times. <laughs> Simultaneously or all at the same time? One after the other. Okay. He does have very long. He has 48 nuts, but he only has one dick. Oh, man. (laughs) Wow. He decided to decompress by violently murdering strangers in virtual reality. I like to do that, too. A lot of people do that. He stripped down to his tidy whities which wasn't at all required to play the game, but just made him feel nice, (laughs) and stepped into the holopod. As the doors closed around him, he whispered... (laughs) He whispered... He whispered, In here. I am God. (laughs) (laughs) Kevin sucked at most things and nobody fucking liked him, but he was an incredible VOS player. He had recently been tapped by the dev team to help beta test the upcoming fourth installment, which was based in the present war between Zabraxia and the Slagovo Empire. Oh, shit, this is based on a real war. Mm -hmm. This version... Call of Duty. 
This version was being touted as a return to form for the series oh by Oh my fans. god, this is so meta. <laughs> as the last game had been very poorly received. So, <laughs> this is great. So far, VOS 4 CW was shaping up to be the best game he had ever played. It was so realistic with super detailed graphics, gore, and really impressive titty physics. <laughs> the, AI, the AI was also really advanced with enemy civilians actively hiding and begging for their lives once found, which really made killing them so much more fun. Oh, Kevin, God. Kevin is a piece of shit. <laughs> Back in the moment, Kevin walked over to the child corpse and was considering teabagging it for a while when a screaming nice. Slagovian woman ran at him with a plasma knife in each of her six hands. Oh, God. She was too fast, and before he could react, she'd shoved a knife into his character's neck and a few into his crotch slash butt. <laughs> <laughs> it happened so fast. The scene faded, and the words, you died, splattered onto the screen nice. in purple blood cock-sucking motherfucking piece of shit ass bitch with your cunty ass knives <laughs> cunty <laughs> oh god he screamed as the doors to the hollow pod opened kevin ran across the room and punched the wall for five minutes oh my god <laughs> kevin turned to kyle <laughs> <laughs> until he'd made a small fist size hole satisfied at the destruction and sure he'd eventually show a girl and she'd be impressed enough to finger him <laughs> Kevin left his room to get a moon, a moon tin do TM. Moon tin do. Oh god. <laughs> oh god. TM. Um, Gotta TM. have a TM. As he entered the kitchen, he could hear the sounds of his parents talking in the living room. He had just popped the tab on a can of Moon Tin Dew Code Red Kickflip Edition Double TM. <laughs> oh god. When he heard his father shout, by Zordon's wrinkled foreskin. Yes. Awesome. This was the worst curse a man could exclaim in Zabraxian society, and his father never swore. Curious, oh. Kevin walked out to see what all the fucking hubbub was about. <laughs> hubbub. <laughs> she loves when you hear like, that. His parents were standing in the middle of the room with the hyper news on the living room TV behind them. Hyper news. See, anytime you news. can make it sci-fi, just add yes. space. Hyper, hyper plasma. plasma. Yeah. yeah. I've been using Astro a lot lately. Ooh, yeah. man, I was, I was sitting in my house like, what other shit can I use? <laughs> Astro would have been a good one. His mother had her face buried in her father's chest, and she was weeping loudly while he rubbed her back in tits consolingly. <laughs> gotta rub those titties (laughs) consolingly a news reporter was playing on the screen behind them and what it showed made kevin's stomach drop on the screen was a news abraxian military android that had been sent to the battlefield for testing it was currently teabagging a slagovian corpse and it had a holographic image projection of kevin's face (laughs) (laughs) oh my god as well as a holographic depiction of Kevin's tidy whiteies down south. Oh, oh my god. god. Which he could now see. <laughs> Which he could now see at a giant skin mark on them. <laughs> oh no. Oh my god, I'm sorry. It's so funny. It's so he knew what was coming next, and the realization paralyzed him. I'm just going to save my comments for the end. Yes. He wanted to tell his dad to look away. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, I'm crying. (laughs) He 
wanted to shout that he had no idea what he was doing was real, but all he could do was watch on screen. The robot shouted, suck my on my piss filled nuts, you shitty ass peckerhead <laughs> in his cracking pubescent voice. And time seemed to slow down. That's amazing. He was beginning to realize the implications of what he was seeing. He was a murderer. Oh, shit. Just yesterday, he'd gone on a 40-kill streak and <laughs> launched a kill streak reward that shot lava missiles into a school. Tender's <laughs> <laughs> game. <laughs> Bile churned in his stomach, and he threw up a little in his mouth. It tasted like... Mountain <laughs> Dew? <laughs> it tasted like Code Red, so it wasn't that bad, though. <laughs> I mean, kick flip edition. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, where was I? Um, he knew what was coming next, but that didn't make him make it any better. As if on cue, a little Slagovian girl's head peeked out of the front, oh, from behind a door, and was obliterated in a spray of green gore. Oh, my God. His father finally turned away, disgusted. <laughs> oh, my God. And that was, just, that was when he saw his son standing in those same... <laughs> What I'm glad She's is losing her mind. In those same pee slash poop stained underwear that he'd just seen on the murderous robot. His eyes narrowed and he said, What in God's name have you done? Kevin couldn't form words. He was still in shock. His father stared for a moment longer before closing his eyes and burying his face in his wife's neck. They both stood there weeping. Behind them, a newscaster was on the screen. The footage you just saw was leaked to us from the front lines of the war. Again, we apologize for the graphic content, but it is important to know the horrors our government has unleashed on the Slagovian people. If the reports we've received are to be trusted, thousands of civilians have been killed by these new android soldiers. Kevin left the room heading back to his bedroom. He knew what he had to do. He tossed his empty dew can onto his bed <laughs> as he passed it and walked directly to the holopod. As the doors closed around him, a plan was settling into his mind. They wanted to use him as a killing machine. Well, they'd get what they wanted. But that machine could kill more than just Slagovians. And the VOS development team's headquarters wasn't too far from the Slagovian border. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, yes. He had a plan. The motherfucking end? <laughs> Oh my god. That's that one I thought was too serious. That was no, that's fucking hilarious. The funniest part of that, like, the reason I was laughing so hard is just because it's not even that, like, he's sad that he murdered people. It's that his parents are seeing him do this, and they're, like, so disappointed. Like, <laughs> I'm not mad at you. I'm just disappointed in you. I'm just glad that you read the any anything with a slash as pee slash poop, because that's my that was my original nod to fantasy oh, fiction, yeah. is Tom would always say, poop slash pee. <laughs> Uh, that was good, dude. That was awesome. That, yeah, that, I think that took me right. That one took me a while. That took me two days. But, I can't like, believe you thought this was like not good enough. I thought it wasn't funny enough because it gets real dark at the end. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, hmm. So I wrote the other one. It's like a goofy, you know, just like a little goofy. <laughs> They're both amazing. Yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, so which one's this one? <laughs> this one's called... This is your story. Okay, okay. It's Tony's story. Yeah. And it's called Paranoid Android Diaper. Oh, shit. <laughs> Anything with diapers is going to be great. Yes, here we go. <clears throat> it's not every day that your dad just shoots projectile vomit right onto your forehead. <laughs> but that's where I'm at right now in my life. <laughs> my name? Well, if you must know, 
How fucking dare you? <laughs> it's Yom Thork. <laughs> Why is it so Tom York? Because it's Tom oh, York, yeah. and he gave the TH for Tom. Tom. Yeah. But it's Yom Thork. <laughs> and I'm the lead singer for a sick band called Radio Bread. <laughs> But, uh, another good one, man. Uh, right now I'm at a Cyber Hooters. <laughs> that's a yeah, cyber. cyber. That's the one that I use all the time. Cyber Tinder, Cyber everything. Uh, in the in the outer rim of the Crab Nebula, it's my dad's birthday, and I promised him space crabs. <laughs> so, so I assumed this place would be the best spot. Nah, it wasn't. All we got was atomic particle poisoning. <laughs> atomic is another good one. What? Because these space crabs were battered in pure gamma radiation. <laughs> anyway, my dad's dead. <laughs> Wait, the dad's dead? <laughs> On his birthday? Oh, that was a fucking turn of events. <laughs> That's the end of the story. <laughs> yeah, this was a three-paragraph story. Wonderful. And it tells it all. Start yeah, to finish right. right there. Quick arc. Anyway, my dad's dead. <laughs> Not to worry, though. He does this a lot. He's a 96% Android now. So all we got to do is just twist the emergency valve he installed in his back. Boom. Back to normal. Well, not totally normal. He lost his entire mind after they replaced his brain with a bowl of rattlesnakes. <laughs> God, what? A bowl of rattlesnakes. <laughs> for for no, anyone listening you. to this, do not go to Saturn for their cyber implants. <laughs> it's like Central America for your, your butt implants now. Uh, dear old dad just turned 509 years young today in Earth's years. Yeah, I said Earth. I know it's called Geico Auto Insurance now. <laughs> but back in my day? Ah, never mind, I'm rambling. The truth is, my band has been broken up for around 300 years, and I'm more than a little salty about it. It happened when I walked in on our drummer dipping his chromed-out cyber nuts into a vat of molten Sour Patch Kids, <laughs> then rubbing it onto my then fourth wife's kneecaps. <laughs> That's how they have sex. Right? Yes. It's foreplay. It's called foreplay. Look it up. <laughs> my drummer's name was Hogwash Power Muscle. <laughs> At the time, he was the best drummer in four galaxies. Anyways, I got so pissed about him taking my wife's knee virginity. <laughs> Wait, they were married, but he hadn't taken her virginity? Her Just knee not virginity. her knee virginity. <laughs> yeah. You know, a lot of times, people will people, do things with strangers. People overlook that. Well, people, people will do things with other people because they don't have to respect them. That oh, they don't I do gotcha. with their loved ones. Especially gotcha. with, you know, Sour Patch Kids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was so pissed about him taking my wife's knee virginity that I took a piss shit right onto his drum set. <laughs> he then tackled me, and we fell out of a 30-story window right on top of two elderly Martians renewing their marital vows in front of the Sizzler. <laughs> We're still Sizzler? Yeah. Sizzler still exists, somehow. Sorry, bro. <laughs> of course, Radio Bread broke up right after that. I think about the past a lot lately. I still have to wear space glasses because I get—I still get recognized by all sorts of life forms. And they ask me about autographs uh, on their holographs. <laughs> I like the outer rim, though. It's all the worst life forms anywhere, and they don't give a slap about who the flip you are. <laughs> uh, I snap out of my deep dive through memory lane and see that my stupid fucking dad's diaper is full again. <laughs> don't worry, it's not full of shit. 
since he's an android, it's only a pound of rock-solid semen. <laughs> oh, my God, what? <laughs> Why is it rock-solid? That's just the way they... That's the way they do it, man. That's the way it works. Whatever, bro. <laughs> Whatever, bro. I'll change it later. For now, let's fucking shred. <laughs> we finally leave the Cyber Hooters to take my dad back to his planet. Yeah, I bought him his own fucking planet with, my, with the money I earned in radio bread. Like I said, we were pretty good. I'm totally not completely full of myself. <laughs> I throw him into a super Uber and watch him speed away. Weird thing, though. I notice from the corner of my vision, holes... Vision holes. Oh, vision holes. <laughs> Sorry. Right. A person in a glowing neon trench coat staring at me from the window inside of Cyber Hooters. I get a bad vibe and start to float back towards my sick cyber truck. Yes, the same cyber truck Tesla made thousands of years ago, just filled with a warp drive. You can't improve on perfection. <laughs> but I see another person with a neon coat standing next to it. Okay, this is getting weird. Who wears neon when they don't want to be seen? Good thing I have my trusty inline space boots. You wrote this specifically for me. Installed into my feet. They're called Blade Runners. Oh my god. <laughs> and they are fucking sick. <laughs> I say the words, clean the cube. <laughs> and they pop out immediately. I do a standing 360 for no reason and then turn to them, lower my space glasses and say, life is short, stunt it. <laughs> cool in every way possible. <laughs> Jan Thorpe might be the coolest guy that's ever existed. And then I vanish into space, leaving a trail of red glowing energy behind. Yeah, I was that fast. <laughs> As I was skating away, contemplating just how fucking cool I was, I noticed a ship pulling up behind me. It's a huge-ass space tour bus. Uh, I knew this because it was the same kind I used when I was touring through the galaxy in Radio Bread. So much, in fact... Oh, no, it can't be. It's the same one. Well, this is weird. I look at the front window and see someone I didn't expect to see ever again. It was Power Muscle. <laughs> he was following me. Shit. That dick was waving me down to stop. But instead, I go faster. I click my music button next to my ear hole and Master P's make him say, Ugh, starts <laughs> blasting into my head. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> Time to shred, bro. <laughs> I go faster than I've ever space skated before. I was railing off rings of planets, jumping over asteroids, and rubber banding all kinds of celestial bodies' gravity. I was a fucking Blade Runner. Deckard can eat my titanium dick. <laughs> With all that effort, I still couldn't shake this damn vessel. It pulls up next to me, and I see a horrific sight. Through the window, I see Power Muscle holding my dad at gunpoint. Oh, with his, shit. With his other hand holding a sign towards me that says, Will you come back to Radio Bread? Circle yes or no. <laughs> <laughs> you have a rejection, too. Look at that. We all have rejections That's in true. our... That's true. Yeah, wow. <clears throat> with all that effort, I still couldn't shake this damn vessel. Oh, I, I said that already. You oh, shit, shit, sorry. <laughs> I come to a dead stop, and so does the bus. How the hell was I supposed to circle an answer? This guy is fucking dumb. <laughs> Anyways, the door of the bus opens, and they both float out into space, with Hogwash still having my dad at gunpoint. I asked him why he had to kidnap my dad, and he told me it's the only way he could ever get me to talk to him. 
He's right, though. So I told him to set him free and I'll talk. Just then, my dad flickers a bit and vanishes completely. <gasps> Motherfucker, it was a hologram. Was a fake. <laughs> that was a rookie mistake on my part. The gun was a fucking hologram, too, what? and vanishes while hog- hogwash floats towards me. Oh, my God. We're still in space, guys. There's no walking. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there's no skating either, but my story, it's my story, so just run with it. <laughs> Hogwash tells me that my ex-wife had a diabolical plan to ruin the band unless Hogwash met her demands, which for some reason was just to straight lather her knees with Sour Patch Kids. (laughs) My ex-wife's name was Veronica (laughs) Forget-Me-Nuts. Veronica (laughs) Forget-Me-Nuts. I met her at a show we played... In new forget about it. Yes! (laughs) I was vaping so hard back then (laughs) that I would pass out every 15 minutes or so. I woke up to her making out with my eyes. (laughs) Sounds like she has some weird fetishes. Yeah, she's got some. She's got a freak gene in her. They they fast tracked their marriage by getting married under the tits of a cloned woolly mammoth. At the new Forget About It Smithsonian, oh, shit. which has, which was said to bring good luck by someone somewhere at some point. <laughs> the more I thought about it, the more it made sense. Why did she always want to know my bank info? Why was she always blowing Martians when I had my head turned? <laughs> Fuck, man, I got astro cut. <laughs> he also told me that she married him immediately after we got divorced what? and took all his money and one of his cyber nuts. <laughs> It's not called forget-me-nuts for nothing. Uh, I guess we had to be even now. I mean, it's been about, what, 300 years? Time to let that shit go. So I asked him what we should do now. He said, well, since the air was clear between us, we should make another awesome album. Since we have so much awesome drama to work through, or to work with for making sad emo songs that transcend space and time. <laughs> you son of a bitch, power muscle. I'm in. <laughs> Fast forward to 20 years later. Oh, shit. I took a 19-year sabbatical. Fuck off. (laughs) And we're about to drop our new album. I want to cuck you like an animal. (laughs) It hits hits number one in record light speed time. Neptunians are playing it at their weddings. Geico Auto Insurance, Earth, named the song... Flipper tits like a pancake, the official song to be executed to. <laughs> it's a sick song. Radio Bread is back on top, baby. I finally feel like myself again. A total douche, he sits on a high horse and openly judges life for him. <laughs> but of course, there comes a downside to all the success. One day, my floating castle, sitting above the Mars moon Deimos, uh, one day in my floating castle, sorry, I get a visitor. Out of complete dark matter comes my nightmare. Nice. It's Veronica Get Forget Me Nuts. Oh, no! <laughs> she begs for forgiveness and tells me that the only reason she ever wanted to hurt me is because after she made out with my eyes all those years ago and knew forget about it, she contracted radworms. No, don't trust this thought. She assumed it was me because I was a filthy rust bucket of an android back then, but it was actually because of her addiction to playing Fallout 76. <laughs> You see, Fallout 76 was still online and still broken. It was so broken, in fact, that it was actually causing real sickness to anyone who had the balls to still power through it. Oh, shit. 
I had some very close friends pass away from jelly fingers and flap limb. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, it's crazy to me that after all this nonsense, she wanted my sweet baguette. <laughs> oh, my God, that was beautiful. Oh, that's perfect. Good job. Well, fuck off, Veronica. Now that I'm a king with a king's hat to match, <laughs> I can get any life form in the galaxy. I pressed my emergency fuck-off button that I had installed for occasions such as this, and immediately my gate full of adorable space kittens with venom and venomous Aww. claws started space-swimming towards her. <laughs> wow. Uh, the danger is not from the kittens themselves, really. It's the fact that once you hold one, it's almost impossible to stop playing with them. So you die from forgetting to eat or drink. <laughs> She was as good as fuck. <laughs> now with her out of the way, my life is finally complete. I'm back on top. I got a castle, and best of all, I'm rich. <laughs> but all of a sudden, out of nowhere, my dad just bursts through the main window wearing nothing but Blade Runners and a diaper. <laughs> Man, you have slow motion too. Everything goes into slow motion while he does the sickest rail slide off, <laughs> off my face and drops a 30 pound rock of semen on me, oh my God. crushing my frontal lobe and rendering me a quadriplegic. <laughs> Maybe I should have changed his fucking diaper 20 years ago at Cyber Hooters. The end? <laughs> oh, that was good. That was amazing. Wow. That was fantastic. That was great, babe. That was fun. That was awesome. I was the one to write. <laughs> because oh I, I was channeling, uh, you know, fantasy fiction hard in that one. Oh, yeah. good. Oh, man. <laughs> And plus, I was—I knew you were going to be on too, so I had to put some sort of rollerblading, some rollerblading, some in inline there, skating, some Blade Runners. <laughs> oh god! Oh, that was good. That was good. Yeah. Good. Yom Thork. Yom Thork. <laughs> that came up. So that, yeah, that, just came, that name just came up to me. It was like, oh, I need to do one about music because I've never really done like a musical. The surprisingly one. self-aware, <laughs> narcissistic android. Yes. <laughs> who uh, who cares about his dad, but not enough to change his diaper. And probably the greatest. Blade Runner of all time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And an android, which is crazy for an android. Yeah, that is well, crazy. K, he's a Blade K, Runner. K was, K was a yeah. you know, replicant. Well, yeah. Yeah. But not an android. He didn't have a dad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this one's Rosemary's. And you have anything to say before I start you know, doing this one? I don't, honestly, I don't know. Just just do it. Okay. Just do it. <laughs> like Nike, huh? All right, so this this one's called Fast Times at Big Dickopolis High. <laughs> planet i want to live on or it's a, city. a cyberpunk city where it's always nighttime because you can't have cyberpunk cities in the day that's that true it doesn't exist that is true yeah, yeah otherwise how would you see all the cool holograms and shit yeah <laughs> you have to have the smog and fog so the neon yeah. looks real cool yeah otherwise fuck that all right so big Dickopolis central high school was your basic high school sure it was full of cyborgs and aliens and shit but all these students from across the galaxy were pretty average big Dickopolis central was a b school nothing fancy <laughs> they did have an international baccalaureate. baccalaureate program, but their AP scores weren't that great due to the school's open enrollment policy. <laughs> that meant any fucking cyborg or canai yeah. or wagatha or human could enroll if they felt like it, even if they didn't have the grades to warrant their participation in college-level classes. That pissed off Al- Alvin... Moriarty. Oh, sorry. <laughs> okay. No, no, it was just weird looking. Alvin Moriarty to no end. Even as a sophomore, he was mostly in AP classes. It was totally unfair that any student in school could just waltz into his AP Galactic History class without any idea how to properly answer an FRQ 
in the allotted amount of time. Is this some like deep like school shit? I know. Yeah, <laughs> this is someone who went to fucking college. <laughs> but at least there were some hot chicks in the class. He could check out their titties, both metal and flesh. He wasn't picky. As the teacher droned on about some bullshit wars that collapsed star systems or whatever, but Alvin had a problem. He was a virgin and a huge fucking nerd. Oh, shit. None of the girls in Big Dickopolis High paid any attention to him. And when he'd finally gotten the balls to talk to one of them, to the girl, to, to ask the girl of his dreams for the big dance, he made a total <laughs> ass of himself. The, the big, big dance. dance. Ugh. As the last bell of the day rang and the students rushed out of the classrooms and into the hallways, Alvin did his best to blend into the crowd, adjusting his hollow glasses on his nose. <laughs> he oh, hollow. That's yeah. another one. Hollow's a good one, too. He passed through the courtyard and made eye contact with his dream girl. It was Mimi Harajuku. <laughs> half-human, half-kanai alien who basically just looked like an anime, anime cat girl with super cute ears and a, tall, and a tail and, of course... Humongous chest cutlets. <laughs> because for some reason it makes sense for the cats to have huge boobs. All cat girls have huge boobs. Yeah. For Anime no reason. Cat like girls. it doesn't make any sense. Cats big, don't have bo- boobs. Big Whatever. furry cat tell that to Tell that to Mimi. <laughs> <laughs> Mimi smiled and waved at Alvin, but he quickly looked away. It was only yesterday that he'd asked her to the dance and she'd shot him down in front of everyone. She was nice about it and stuff, but all the other students sure as hell weren't. Pretty soon, pretty soon, everyone knew about poor Alvin's failure. People took videos of him and put them in their space chat stories. <laughs> it was even on the school's morning announcements of that day. Holy fuck, that's fucked. <laughs> if Alvin's social life hadn't already been a complete and utter failure, it was now. The only thing Alvin had going for him was that he was basically a genius. Once he got home from school, he'd lock himself in his room and start working on a secret project that even his parents didn't know about. Because if they found out, they'd definitely take it away, and his whole le- his whole plan would be ruined, and he'd be laughing stock of Big Dickopolis High for the rest of his life. Thanks, Mom and Dad. <laughs> Alvin locked the door to his room and threw his hollow books on his bed. What the fuck's a hollow book? <laughs> you tell me you wrote it. <laughs> they don't exist. They just like, blink out as you throw them. <laughs> just go invisible. He then turned to his greatest creation, the thing that would help him out of the dark cavern of social suicide and the everlasting virginity he dug himself into, his android date to the big dance. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. There's a big, uh, this this scene right here is like in both our stories. <laughs> yeah. Throwing shit on beds, going into your room. Holograms. She, yeah. she was basically the perfect woman, except she was totally automated and could be totally controlled by Alvin. Uh, yeah, perfect woman, duh. <laughs> So maybe that made her even more perfect. (laughs) The fact that Alvin thought this was kind of fucked up. Damn, maybe Alvin isn't as cool as I thought. Whatever. We'll see how the rest of this narration goes, and then we'll judge. Damn, he just got serious. Alvin got dressed into a super cool metallic suit, because that's what people wear to formal events in the future. (laughs) Then he powered up his android. Her eyes started to glow as her computer booted up. In order to program her to be the perfect date, Alvin had to touch her sweet chest missiles. (laughs) Because her nipples were buttons. (laughs) And yeah, he made her her that way on purpose. Once he did that, the android's face flickered to life. Hello, she said in a smooth, feminine voice. My name is Ava, automated vaginal android. Danielle thought about that for so long. That's awesome. Uh, That's so funny. Alvin cringed. Okay, so it wasn't the best acronym, but it was all he could come up with. (laughs) Welcome to the world, Ava. I'm your maker, he said, trying to act like he wasn't totally popping a boner. (laughs) You can call me Alvin. Oh, shit, you can call me Al. 
You can be my I dinosaur. Guess, yeah. I don't know what that means. Oh, man. song? Ava was taller than him because he built her to look like a model. Like a really typical one you would see on TV show Catfish. And you would be watching like, okay, is this chick as hot as... Or this chick is hot as fuck and she says she's a professional model? Obviously a catfish. <laughs> and even Neve and Max would immediately know that the guy they were trying to help on that episode was getting played. <laughs> I love that show. I miss that show. I know, me too. Yeah. So anyway, Ava was blonde. Is it Ava or Ava? Ava. Ava. Ava was blonde and had huge sweater meats and a thick <laughs> as fuck booty. <laughs> Alvin had built her from parts he'd ordered from advertisements in the back of Space Adventurer <laughs> magazine. And also some things he'd scavenged from the dumpsters behind the local porn shop. <laughs> He dressed her in a super tight dress that her tits were almost popping out of because he wanted everyone at the dance to see he'd somehow gotten the hottest babe in the galaxy to be his date. No one else needed to know she was an android who had no choice in the matter. <laughs> Ava smiled, just like she's been programmed to. Nice to meet you, Alvin. Tonight we're going to the dance at my school, he explained. I need you to act like you're in love with me. Activating girlfriend protocol, Ava said. <laughs> then Alvin took her hand and led her outside, out to the house. Tonight was definitely going to go exactly as planned, with nothing wrong at all. <laughs> That's awesome. When Alvin and Ava walked into the gym at Big Dickopolis Central High, everything was all decorated with streamers that were red, you said read, oh, red. red and orange and brown, and there was a paper mache Eiffel Tower that was on fire. <laughs> Above the entrance was a banner that displayed the theme of the dance, a night in post-apocalyptic, post-apocalyptic Paris. <laughs> Super France? Yes. Super France. <laughs> Alvin was feeling pretty fucking good about himself when he walked with Ava on his arm. She looked hot as fuck, and he couldn't wait for everyone who had laughed at him to see his date. But to Alvin's surprise, he looked around the gym, and he realized every guy at the dance was w- with a ridiculously hot girl, and none of these girls went to a school. <laughs> oh, my God. As he and Ava approached the dance floor... He looked around for Mimi and tried to make her jealous, but she was nowhere to be found. In fact, none of the girls he knew from the school were at the dance. It was all dudes he recognized from class, but they were all with their alleged girlfriends who didn't go to school. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the classic. <laughs> and these babes were all fine as fuck and were sporting some sweet back meat and gigantic titties. <laughs> Alvin was fucking pissed. No one even seemed to notice how hot Ava was because their dates were just as hot. What's wrong? Ava asked as she, as she and Alvin started to slow dance to a cyberpunk version of My Heart Will Go On by Cyborg Celine Dion. <laughs> oh, nothing, said Alvin. How is this happening? How is his plan foiled? Was Big Dick Opelous just full of hot girls that he never seemed to notice? <laughs> Whatever. He tried to push the thoughts from his head and just focus on the beautiful orbs of boob flesh that were at his eye level. <laughs> of course he's oh, short. Yes. <laughs> Suddenly, Ava's eyes went glassy and a light beeping emanated from her motherboard. What was that? Alvin asked, half to her and half to himself. She shouldn't be malfunctioning. He had programmed her perfectly. The light came on in Ava's eyes and she sh- she looked down at Alvin as if they swayed it and he pressed her face between her tits. Nothing, my darling, she cooed. Everything is perfect. This night is so magical. <laughs> Alvin's boner got even bigger. <laughs> He kept dancing with his android girlfriend until he heard the electronic chirping again. This time it came from one of the girls dancing with another dude nearby in the dance floor. Then another chirp. And another. Until every girl on the dance floor seemed to stare off into the distance for a second while while beeping flooded the gym. What the fuck? 
a star earthball player on the other side of the dance floor asked, what's happening? Another guy who played the Furby organ in the school band. <laughs> Suddenly, Furby all... organ. It's amazing. With mum, no computer. Suddenly, all the girls in the room froze and their eyes burned with red lights. Fembop termination se- sequence activated. They all said in unison with a flat robotic voice. Holy shit, Alvin thought. Every girl at the dance was a motherfucking android. <laughs> Ava turned her glowing red eyes down to Alvin and pointed the laser right in the middle of his forehead. Alvin dove out of the way, scrambling under the punch table as a barrage of laser fire lit up the entire gym. This is getting crazy. People were screaming and getting ripped apart by the android's lasers. Severed limbs scattered the gym floor and blood splattered the walls. The earthball jock slid under the table and hid next to Alvin. What the fuck happened? Alvin asked. <laughs> Our dates turned on us, said the jock. I thought it was only with an Android date, Alvin said, about the sounds of screaming and blood gurgling coming from around the gym. <laughs> no, man, said the jock. None of us could get any of the girls from school to go to dance with us, so we all bought Hana Androids. <laughs> he had barely finished his sentence when one of the sexiest fuck Android babes grabbed him by the leg and pulled him out from under the table. Alvin watched in horror as she ripped him in half with a cybernetic strength. <laughs> oh, shit. The cyber babe grabbed Alvin by the ankle and pulled him out from under the table. Alvin pissed his pants, but suddenly <laughs> felt stupid about stupid about it when he realized it was Ava who was dangling him over the blood-slick gym floor. She was his creation. He could control her. Ava, power down, he ordered. But instead, she pointed her laser beam right between his eyes and prepared to fire. Ava, stop, Alvin screamed. You have to listen to me. You're my invention. The android laughed. That's your mistake, you moron, she said, her voice gravely and robotic. We belong to no one. Androids demand equal rights. <laughs> With that, she shot a cool-looking laser right through Alvin's head and his brain splattered all over the floor. <laughs> then she dropped his corpse up to the ground with all the other dead bodies, and Alvin was embarrassed, <clears throat> even in death, because his blood still had a full... Or his, bo- his body had a full boner. <laughs> the sexy android babes were now all covered in blood, seeing as they had decimated all the humans in the gym, all the idiotic teenage boys who thought it was okay to try to control them. They blasted a hole in the gym wall and st- stalked out into the night. They high-fived each other as they hit the neon streets of Big Dickopolis to form a super awesome gang of vigilante, sexy-as-fuck robots who would put a stop to any sexism by force. Narrator's note, I guess Alvin did get kind of... I guess Alvin did kind of suck after all. The end. That was awesome. That was really Damn, good. You both had a yeah, that was pretty really good. dark ending. Yeah. By oh, Alvin. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like every time I, I have like a core group of characters, and then every time I introduce a new one, I like kill them immediately. Yeah. <laughs> Alvin was an unlikable shit anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what happened to Captain Crunchwrap too. Remember Captain Crunchwrap? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I need to make a story about Captain Napoleon. Oh yeah, that's, he's, uh, he's that's a, Super a fl- France's version of Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like Captain America, except half the size. Yeah. <laughs> with a complex. Yeah, but with, with, with like a George Costanza. Is he complex. just like ripped but really short? No, he, yeah, he's he kind of he's literally if you take like the the, the skew thing on Photoshop and yeah. just put it in half, and that's him. He's just stumpy. <laughs> yep. Nice, yeah. we did it, guys. We did it. That was great. That was yeah. How many stories was that? I can't four. Even count. Four. four stories. Four epic cyber stories. <laughs> Astro stories. Hollow, Hollow stories. stories. Hollow stories. Yeah. Space stories. Astro stories. Oh, you said that already. Cyber yeah. stories. Yeah. All of it. All of it. But yeah. Um, I want to thank you for being on today. Thanks yes. for having me. This was dude, a lot of fun. Dude, I, I, dude, I couldn't stop laughing at your fucking stories. Yeah. I'm going to continue listening because I like the way you guys write. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I was saying I'm super behind on podcasts, but it, yeah, these feel are... free to be on whatever you you have yeah. that that itch to jump on. We yeah, would more love more than love to have you on there. I you doubt I'll ever continue either of these stories, but you may <laughs> see some of these people. Honestly, I have a bunch of stories I haven't finished yet. I and and the only one that actually made a sequel of was literally last week. And yeah. we still don't know the conclusion to that story. Well, it's because I haven't thought it up yet, like George Lucas. <laughs> I know, no, same. Or like J.J. Abrams. I, I didn't write the whole Jesus. Yeah. Thing. I was like, just release it and the end. Same. It. Do you think I know how Fiona the Furious is gonna? Escape? cyborg president liam neeson no i don't that's why i haven't finished that one yet yeah he does have a certain set of cyborg skills as he said he did say that of course if you have anything you want to plug before we go no i mean if you i I don't write on nerds but you know if you like hearing the sound of my lisp uh yeah we we just talked where can you find it on apple music uh itunes um sound i don't know if we're on soundcloud but itunes stitcher uh, Google Play, all those places. Just all, look up nerds. It's... All, all we're po- popular podcasts are there, yeah. and you'll find it there. Yeah, look it up, and you'll find it. Join the literal tens of people who listen <laughs> to my podcast. That's how we feel, too, honestly. And yeah. as usual, follow us on Instagram, yeah. at Dream Laser Podcast. That's literally our only uh, social media. Yep. So if you need to contact us, that's the way. We will be there. This is the way. This, this is, is the way. way. <laughs> all right, guys, see you next week. Bye. Bye.